Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose show, where we put your health and happiness as our number one priority. I'm your host, Carrie Faith, and I'll be sharing a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to create your masterpiece called Life. I believe that with faith and inspired action, anything and everything is possible. And when you combine it with purpose, there is absolutely no limit to your success. I share my own personal struggles and triumphs while exposing global perspectives about happiness, health, and well-being. We combine talks around spirituality, psychology, and self-development to align your mind, body, and soul. Together, we connect, create, and transform from the inside out. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, tea, or if you're anything like me, a glass of water, or perhaps even some champagne, while we carry faith on purpose together. Welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose podcast. I am so excited and honored to have an amazing leader and woman and healer in my life and on the podcast today, Tanya Saunders. She is a nurse of anesthesia and an embodiment coach, certified pause breathwork facilitator. That is really why I brought her on today is all about her breathwork and how she can, how she's helped me transform some of my energy. She helps women with energy and self-care rituals to reconnect with their bodies by aligning with the moon cycles, which we just had a full moon last night to discover their full dharma. I love that. And your mission. I love your mission, Tanya. It is to guide women to nourish their bodies, to attract what they want in life, and to transform into the highest version of themselves. I think that is why we've aligned because my mission is very similar. And to just empower people and women to live with passion and purpose. No coincidence that this is the Carrie Faith on Purpose podcast. (laughs) And that we don't have to hustle and bustle and just come from a place of intuition and intention and love and connection and trust the process. So thank you, Tanya. You want to introduce yourself to our listeners? Oh, that's so beautiful. First of all, thank you, Carrie, for having me on. I am really honored and excited to share with you. And we actually, before we hopped on, we talked about this was real life when we get over perfectionism. So I apologize if you just heard my dog on that intro, but oh, I'm so excited. Yes. So everything that you said, I echo, I guess, was that what I said? And it's so interesting to hear it from somebody else because just makes me take a deep breath and just realize it feels really, really good to hear those words. feels really good. And yeah, so that is, that is what I do. I'm, I am here to share the power and the beauty of using our breath to do all of that, to be in our bodies, to vibrate at these beautiful levels that are able to attract what you want in life and really, truly feel um, pertinent to your podcast, living your purpose, living your purpose. 
So the reason I started my podcast is really because I wanted to help people have the understanding of energy. And because I know I've mentioned this on a previous podcast, but about how I was taught about energy and how everything in the world is energy. I was taught this from my grandfather from the earliest age that I can remember. But at the same time, there's a lot of mystery and how our bodies work. And so I love that your career in the past and current career still is being a nurse of anesthesia, which I can't say the name. You tell me you're a nurse. Anesthetist. Yes. But how did that bring you to doing the breath work and where you are today in empowering women? That really didn't lead me, which is interesting, right? That I do do anesthesia. I do do controlled breathing. That didn't lead me to breath work in this capacity at all. What has led me to breath work is just following my intuition, the beautiful um, energy that we are connected to in our bodies of what feels really good, listening to that divine guidance of of what is next in life. And so nurse anesthesia was just always brought to me because we listened to what our parents wanted us to do right early on. Uh, I I was a nurse and, and I wasn't satisfied with that level of nursing. I wanted something a little bit more advanced, which is why I went and got my master's and did anesthesia. And I love my, that practice. I've been devoted for over 20 years. But we get to this point in life where, you know, we're in our 40s, we have children. I don't know if you're in your 40s. I'm certainly in my 40s. And it's like a check, check, check. And is that it? No, that's not it. Life is, life is about experiences. And I just have continued to follow what was next. And that led me to finding a... Uh, a multi-level or a network marketing business, which started that. And that was my first introduction into being a business owner. And that, you know, wasn't my thing. I still am a part of that, but that wasn't my end all beat all. That began that began the process of alchemy is what I want to say. And that led me to podcasting, which led me to an introduction of Many beautiful light workers, energy healers, coaches, teachers, just really beautiful people that I would share with the world. And whatever I was lit up by, that intuition, that spark, I would kind of just go down that path and see what was next. And I thought about life coaching and did a couple of courses and programs and thought about getting my certification. And I somehow found Sam Skelly, who is a beautiful teacher of mine. And she has Hungry for Happiness, an emotional eating life certification. And that stuck with me because that was resonated with me because I had a a, a eating disorder for several years in my past. And that was something that I felt called to exploring and sharing the wisdom of that. And that still wasn't quite the the aha. And she launched a beta program with Pause last year. And so she, um, her sister company 
is pause breath work. And she was offering a beta program for that. And I said to my husband, I don't know why logically it really made no sense for me to do this because I have a really beautiful job as a nurse anesthetist. You know, I make uh, a very a beautiful living. It's a, a beautiful profession. I feel fulfilled as far as it being of service and of challenge. And it is art, but there was just something about, I wanted to do this. You know, it didn't make, again, it doesn't make any sense. Everything that you follow in life sometimes doesn't always make sense. And I fell upon that last year. And from that point, it was like this a beautiful connection, reconnection to my body, to my body. Because most of us, we live in our heads. We live, we live in these very conditioned pre-programmed, old stories, habitual thinking, repetitive thoughts, all science proven, a way of living. And I, I was, you know, with podcasting, the whole idea was to wake up, be aware, live consciously. And with breath work, that provided the awareness, but not only did it provide the awareness, it provided this transformation, this alchemical process of really feeling feeling what you are experiencing. Awareness is, again, logical, right? It's logical. But embodiment is being able to feel what you are aware of in your body. And that has been this beautiful transformation of experiencing life, being present, being aware, being conscious. And that has brought me to where I am now with my membership of following balancing divine feminine sacred masculine energies that we have energies yes the the wonderful mystery of energies and following the moon cycle for a structure of how we can honor the beautiful divine feminine with breath work so that is exactly what i was looking for in my question about how where you were has led you to where you are today. And it wasn't necessarily a straight path, but what really resonated with me is when logically things don't make sense, but our heart and just this pull and tug is calling us to do it. That's when I think like that, those are signs. It's getting out of the head and feeling into the body. But that is why I'm so drawn towards breath work. And I just had the session with you last night, like I had said, with the full moon. And it's a little bit uncomfortable. I have to admit when I've done it before, but the whole experience of being guided through breath work takes me out of my head and through my body. And so I want to understand because I'm very logical, but I need to like disconnect from all that logic and work through that physical energy in my body. And I know that other people must do this as well because that helps our mind-body-soul alignment, correct? Correct, yeah, yeah. Now, breathwork is so beautiful. Breathwork has been used for centuries. You know, you can use it for relaxation, for a quick emotional shift. And that is that is initially why I went to it. I went to it for anxiety because daily, you know, we can, we wake up 
sympathetically our sympathetic nervous system right we are fight flight we are ready we are ready to be triggered which is going to happen in any second but the idea is with awareness is to to recognize those triggers and how do you lower your reaction how do you lower the this this quick response so it becomes in a very intentional way and that's not easy for a lot of us especially because we do live in a very modern world where we are hustle and bustle and so i went to breath work initially to be able to use our breath to be able to move some of these emotions in a very intentional way so that we are able to lower our brainwave states lower them so it's it's calmer and we can be able to act and not react which is why i why i did it what you were feeling yesterday was we did a meditative breathwork pattern. So I facilitate in in those quick emotional shifts. Then we also do meditative journeys. And that is for more of the connection to your body. That is more for the spiritual awakening, the spiritual reactivation, the the clarity to be able to listen to your body, to what feels good, to find out what is your purpose? What is your purpose? And you do that by understanding what feels good in your body. What is a yes in your body? What is a no in your body? The problem is most of us don't feel like this. Most people don't recognize our bodies talking to us because we are constantly go, we avoid, we resist, we numb, we suppress. We are a world of suppression because again, those pre-programmed stories that we were all raised with from from our parents, from childhood, from society, from our lineage, that stays with us. And we, our nervous system has not taught us that it is safe to be in our body. It is safe to feel through all these emotions, these energies. And there is an a beautiful, beautiful way to express it from a very heart conscious way. And that is with our breath. That is one of the ways through our breath. And another way is through movement. It's two ways how to move these energies, these emotions. So energy, I think people get confused because it's not concrete, right? So energy, you know, it's the E equals MC squared. So it's energy and matter. So we are all energy. We are energy that vibrates in a human body. So it's this idea of like how how can we uh, vibrate higher? Because that's what we want to do. We want to vibrate higher. We vibrate higher by releasing all the overwhelm, the frustration, the guilt, the anger. Those are all emotions that vibrate on very, very low, dense levels. And once we can release that, once we feel the spaciousness, once we even get to um, even neutrality, like just, you know, once we are able to feel like, you know, over, overwhelm is usually from frustration, the frustration is usually from pain. Once we are able to feel that way, we can get to just even being at neutral. It's not so bad. But what I, my mission is to guide you to actually not stop there. We want to vibrate higher. We want to vibrate in joy and in um, clarity and in peace and enlightenment. Those vibrate at the highest levels. And when you're there, that enlightenment, that is that is your soul's essence. You are born for that. We are all born for that. And you know what that is? That's, that's your purpose. That's your dharma. And then that is a sense of fulfillment is once you get there. But you have to be able to release these old stuck energies. You have to feel free and safe to be in your body. And that takes time. 
And that takes practice because as you were saying, you were so resistant, right? You were so resistant to it because you were so in your head and it felt a little bit uncomfortable to you. Yeah, it does feel really uncomfortable because I have trained myself over the years of healing certain physical and emotional and psychological pain. So I've trained myself through awareness and enlightenment of my brain and my mind, but there's still, I feel like trapped energy in my body that needs to just be released. Yes. So you trained trained with positive psychology. Yes. And just through hard work of releasing, uh, being presence of meditation. I mean, it was a combination of habit change, a combination of meditation, enlightenment, letting go of a lot of things that didn't serve me and positive psychology, traditional education, self-education. But at the same time, there's always another level and there's always another layer, I feel like, to heal and to radiate and to vibrate. And I'm all about increasing the vibration because I feel like when we can do that, we're attracting more, like you said, of what we want and repelling more of what we don't want and being aligned with our purpose. And that's when you can know your purpose and then you can still have doubt around it or those questioning or the overwhelm. It's about being aligned with your purpose with 100% certainty. But we need to feel it is what you're saying on that cellular level, right? The physiological level. So how often would one need to practice this to really get it, like work through that energy? I will say this, self-care, self-love craves devotion. It craves consistency. As you know, in anything in life, it craves, it craves practice and practice to you can be anything. I don't know, whatever feels good to you. I practice a tight, not a meditative breath work, you know, meditative breath work once a week, uh, breath work every day. Uh, rituals every day, every morning, and they can change up because why divine feminine has been of interest to me is because listening to your body, honoring your body is understanding you're different from day to day. We as women are different from men. Men are are on a circadian rhythm period. They are on a 24 hour cycle. Women, we have that circadian rhythm, but guess what? We actually have a second rhythm. We have an infradian rhythm. We have a 28 day cycle. Mirrors the moon, mirrors our menstrual cycle, which is why I have been devoted to using that as a structure to be able to feel through all these different parts of ourselves. Because a big piece in this is awareness. A huge piece in this too is compassion. Compassion for how different we are day to day. So which is why rituals, a practice of understanding how different you are day to day is a way to understand your ways of being, a way of um, honoring who you really are. And that is how you really carry, because I've been doing this now for several months, is how you truly, truly get to the no hustle. 
your purpose with no hustle because you're listening to your body. Because one day on your ovulation cycle, you were saying you are super freaking creative, right? You were just like, I am creating like, I am creating like a badass woman, right? You have all these thoughts of how you want to create your podcast. Um, but maybe when you are menstruating, you're actually menstruating, you are feeling like lethargic and you're tired and you want to go inwards, right? And you just want to like rest and reboot, honor those parts of yourself. And you'll know that, you'll know that by starting to pay attention, um, documenting uh, where you are on your cycle, which is what, which is why. I've been doing in my own membership uh, a 28-day self-care devotional love, um, uh, um, a journal for women. And, and we do, we start on day one of the new moon and we go inwards and every everybody's different. Again, it's just a source of a structure, a framework, a reference for you to start documenting your your own self-care, your own self-love. And including in that is recognizing your feelings because to be able to be unanxious, to be able to de-escalate from stress, overwhelm, frustration, anger, sadness, whatever, whatever it looks like for you, you have to be able to recognize what you're feeling. And not only do you have to recognize what you're feeling, you need to label it. You need to label it. And that gives you so much power in, in how you are actually going to uh, translate those um, emotions, translate that into, um, here comes a positive psychology to the thought, you know, the thought is going to create the feeling. Your feeling is always going to drive your actions and your actions will always drive your results. So it's a beautiful combination of, of everything, a positive psychology and embodiment. Yeah. And what really stuck out to me is that your terminology of the rituals and not necessarily what I termed as habits. So are rituals similar to those day-to-day practices or what, how do you define rituals and what are some rituals that you do on the daily? Yeah. Uh, rituals is something you can be devoted to a movement, a meditation, um, a workout, um, um, oracle readings, breath work, uh, journaling, uh, time alone. It's just something that you need, you set as something daily that can set you up for like mind, body, um, heart, you know? Um, and so with, with my body, I need some kind of movement, you know? So I usually do some type of workout in the morning. It doesn't ever have to be long. And again, it's going to differ from day to day, which I never knew. I used to just like suffer through like a six mile run every day. Cause I thought that's what, that's what Tani does. I just run. Now Tani doesn't need always cardiovascular, you know? Um, I, every morning, here's what I do every morning, regardless if I have a workout or not. I do a, I don't touch the cell phone. I don't touch a computer for 30 minutes. That was one thing that has been passed on to me from one of my teachers. And that is just clear the mind 30 minutes. Don't, don't even touch on email. Cause you know what kind of rabbit hole that's going to lead you down. I do a energy clearing with, it's really simple, a couple of minutes. So I have an Oracle set called the moon deck. I did a training in it and I actually did the training after I started using it. It is, 
a, it's a Oracle set meant to stoke your intuition in the morning. So, you know, when we wake up in the morning and we're kind of like fight flight, you know, we're like, Oh God, I have this to do, I have this to do, I have this to do. Or I feel judging myself from the day before or like the week before, you know, you, you wake up, you wake up like that. And so I set the intention by doing a, um, a reading and I'll just, it's a set of 44 Oracle cards and I pull a card according to how I want to do, do I want, there's different types of readings that I do. So I usually do a a two-part reading where it is, I have like a question in my mind and then like, what's the lesson behind it? you know, or I'll just do one intention for the day. So it takes all of 10 minutes to do that. But I got to tell you, it, it gives you that focus in the morning. It just gives you that intention. Like today I woke up, this is really interesting because I just did the full moon circle yesterday. And I wanted to just do one card today because I, I just listened to what my body wants direction in and to set the focus on was there's medicine in my shadow, which was the mantra that I used yesterday. And I, it was just magical. I, I seemed to pull a lot of the same cards. And that to me was like, I, like I still, as I am so devoted to helping people, I have to remember also that I have responsibilities to myself and I have my own shadows to work on as well. And that was something that I, I, put my attention, my focus on today. Um, so that takes all of a couple minutes, but it really sets up my time for the day. And then I do my, my 28 day ritual, whatever I'm on. I, it's 28 days and it, it mirrors the phases of the moon, the cycles of the moon. So now we are on day 15 because day 14 yesterday was a full moon. So I, I just felt in my body what I was feeling. And then there's a feeling circle that, cause we, are again not really taught how to identify our feelings. We most of us just go um, um happy, sad, mad, you know, um, excited. But you you can actually get really, really more specific than that. And and these emotions are different. So I look to that to how I am feeling. And I was today I was just actually feeling happy and I was like in awe today of like what I created yesterday. Yesterday was a really beautiful day. And then I just thought, you know, what's my thought behind that and what's going to be my action today? My action today, Carrie, is to actually put my, to get on the marketplace for KBB. That is my, my action today because I haven't done that yet. You're on the marketplace as well. That's great. And I think that's a good mention too. how we came in contact with each other wasn't just through divine enlightenment. Well, it yeah. was, but I think that the knowledge broker blueprint blueprint it's changed names yeah has brought us together which has really been a unique and interesting journey i would say as i think you joined in the beginning right last in 2019 yes. and yes. so it's changed a lot but it's brought so many great things and opportunities i would say and people into my life you being one of them Yes, you too. And so getting a course and accessibility to more people through a marketplace or an evergreen will be amazing because more people need your, not only you and your passion to serve, but 
the information and the enlightenment of what breath work and following the moon cycles. I mean, this was not taught in school. And that's why I must join your membership. I'm going to join your membership. Oh, I'm so excited. More listeners too. I have a question though, because I know when we did the session last night, the mantra was medicine, there's medicine in my shadow. So what exactly does that mean? Okay. So shadows are parts of ourselves that we don't like. If you've ever read the book, Debbie Ford's um, uh, The Dark Side of the Light Chasers, it's a beautiful, have you read that book? No, oh, I haven't, but I'll leave I it. I believe she's passed, but it's a beautiful, beautiful book. So I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this, but I'm just going to explain how she's explained it. So we are born a beautiful castle. That's what we are. We are born beautiful castle with all these beautiful rooms. And over time, we've invited people into our castle. And let's say we have a castle that's like purple. We know we have like a, a one room that's like purple with like beautiful tapestry. And then we have another room that's like blue with like, um, that looks like, you know, you wanted to mirror like the cosmos or something like that. And then you have another room that's like a room that you love to cook in. And you have all like this beautiful, uh, you know, equipment and, and keto, whatever is in there, you know? But so over time, you invite all these people into your castle and they say, I love your castle, but it would be so much more beautiful if you didn't have this room or that room or this room. And so over time, we've, we've like shut all these doors in our beautiful castle and we've, and we've just uh, locked ourselves away from these beautiful parts of us and to, to become whole again to become fully expressed, we have to learn to reopen these doors to these castles and embrace them in a way that to know that they are a part of us. And often, you know, um, it takes, it takes practice and it takes work. And, and that is like a beautiful aspect of, of that side. Another, another way to explain it is to know this. And I love this. I love this analogy. So Carrie, what do you think about when you, when I say to you, you are the universe? I think about a big round sphere or ball and just rotating and moving and evolving. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you be your, so you're all of it. And, and, and you, you are evolving. Rounded. But like when, when you say you are the universe, it also means you have everything that the universe has within you, meaning you have dark and you have light. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us like to only embrace the light side. So you're a mom and you're a mom too. Yes. If you want to be mama bear, you have to know that you can kill for your two kids. And that's not an aspect of yourself that you like to embrace. This primal mama bear, raging, protective part of yourself. And, and we have aspects of ourselves like just even jealousy. We have aspects of ourselves like even anger and rage, you know, not to always that extreme, but that we don't really love about ourselves. And what, 
why I like to do this on the full moon is because the full moon is very bright. It's lit and it has the energy of illuminating all these parts of ourselves. And when we close off or when we don't accept all these parts of ourselves, we, we can't feel fully expressed. We can't be truly in our soul's essence. We can't feel fulfilled. We can't be purposeful. We can't feel like we are truly, truly living our dharma. So to, to be all of that, to be on purpose podcasts is to embrace all the parts of yourself. And you do it in a very, um, we do it in a very gentle way. We do it in a very, uh, um, artful way because because to embrace these parts of ourselves that we don't like, I embrace it with um, with playfulness, right? So like you you look you you reclaim that part of yourself. Like I said the other, like I don't like needy people. So anything that bugs you, your triggers usually means that's a shadow aspect of you. So like neediness kind of bothers me, you know, like, uh, like people that are needy at work, it kind of bothers me, but guess what? I know I'm needy. I'm needy with my husband. Cause I don't know how to work technology. Well, I'm, I'm very needy with him. Like he needs to like print out this thing for me. He needs to set it up, blah, 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 you know, and we do it in a way that I'll, I'll, I'll humanize it. So I'll say needy Nancy and I'll give her a face. I'll give her a look. Needy Nancy has blonde hair. She wears, she needs to wear, she, they're highlighted because she needs highlights. She needs to wear beautiful couture clothes because she needs to feel really put together. She, um, uh, is lanky because she needs to feel like she's slim. So I'll just give her, I'll personify her like super, super, um, very visual in my head. So when I, I'm able to see this neediness in me, I'll be like needy Nancy or, you know, needy, her name is Natasha, actually. Needy Natasha, here's, here comes needy Natasha. But what's the gift in the neediness? The neediness is, you know, sacred helpfulness, right? Like I, I can receive help or, um, you know, I don't have to do it all. I don't, I, that, that actually eases up my overwhelm and my work. There's a lot of gifts to our shadows. So there's a way of being able to reclaim all these parts of ourselves. And we get to do it in a very fun and playful way because play is the, it's the language of, um, of our bodies. It's the language of our, as children, it's, it's a natural language and it makes it sustainable to do kind of parts, to do these, to do this work. So my biggest takeaway with the medicine, there's medicine in my shadow is that yes, we have the shadows and the darkness from our past, but to really just honor and embrace that, is that a good interpretation of how I'm seeing the medicine in my shadow? And my other takeaway, which has really been brought to my attention most recently, is the need to be, be playful as an adult and as a mother and how we have so many roles in our life, but the play is, is overshadowed by all the hustle and bustle or mm -hmm. to-do lists or things to do. And so I think that me embracing playfulness is bringing me back more to my inner child and to that soul's purpose and what was in the castle before it was changed. Yeah, before you locked the doors, yes. You know, the med there's there's medicine in, in different aspects of it. There's medicine that you get 
to reclaim all these parts of yourself. There's medicine that you get to humanize it and accept it. There's medicine in what's the gift in it. Like, let's say you said you were a perfectionist earlier. A lot of people get triggered by perfectionism. I get triggered by perfectionism because I know I have that in me. But what has that perfectionism done? That perfectionism has given you a podcast. That perfectionism has made you show up every day on Facebook. That perfectionism has made you... Um, uh, have this awareness that there's, there's, you, you've achieved so much with perfectionism, but now you want to be able to enjoy it again. Well, so what perfectionism, when I let go of perfectionism actually is when I was able to move forward perfectionism, because I'm a recovering perfectionist. When I let go of perfectionism, it really allowed me to embody my true essence and what I was here to do and to fulfill my life's purpose. So there were, there was a big lesson in me just identifying I wasn't moving forward and I was being blocked. Like the doors were so closed because of my perfectionism, but Mm -hmm. I needed that time, I guess, to, to grow and to, to root my my branches, right? And yeah. to get really aligned with who I was, why I was here, and what I'm to do moving forward. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love it that you said that because the more aligned you are, the more you really feel that center root. And you realize the center root when you are so grounded, when it's when it travels to the root of the earth that provides that stability. You realize that stability, that root that provides you the stability, they have roots that are flexible and it provides you that flexibility to be able to support all the different parts of ourselves, all the multifaceted parts of being being um, female. So I was going to keep this at 30 minutes. I think we've gone around 40 minutes because there's so much that I love about your work and what you're doing. So like I said, I'm going to join your membership and understand how I can embrace the cycles and the changes and just honor the energy that changes and shifts because honestly, I believe the few days leading up to the full moon, I have a lot of things that come up, but I don't really journal and trace it so well. So I hope that the future of understanding more about those moon cycles will enlighten me so that I can serve and fulfill my life's purpose more. So what does the future look like for you and how can people get in touch with you? Um, the future looks like for me that I'm, I'm devoted to, to my own, my own phases and understanding more of that. So I can show up in a way where I'm, I'm able to one serve myself so I could just serve my family, my children and the women in my membership. And then the collective, I, um, um, the, everybody can get in touch with me on tanyasaunders.com. Those links are on there. And I would love for everybody to try a full moon or a new moon. You don't have to jump into the membership if that, you, you know, you don't want to, if you feel that resistance that most people feel. The, 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 the benefit of trying the membership is that the first 14 days are, al- are always free, but you can hop in on a new moon or full moon. That is all those links are on the website as well. 
I will say it is nice to follow the actual pattern because the new moon does start the phase of the of the of the moon cycle. So it is a blank slate. That's when the moon is dark. That's when we go inwards. We do breath work, and that's when we are able to. Um, call forward what we want. We set the intentions of what we want to bring in that month. And doing it every month, every 28 days, it, it, it's a bite-sized pieces of having like a dream board. Because my podcast, right, is the Dream Board Social Club podcast. And it's it's it, living intentional as opposed to like having a goal in a dream just kind of becomes like this guiding divine force as opposed as opposed to like this this push for, for a goal, if that makes sense. And we do it, uh, we do it with the beautiful energies astrologically. We co-create, we co-create with the universe, with our energies and you co-create in a meditative state because that's when our, we've, we've unhooked from our mind. We've unhooked from what we think that we want to call in and we call in what we want from our bodies. So that's what we do on the new moon. Thank you for sharing that and bringing all your gifts to the world and sharing your purpose on the Carrie Faith on Purpose podcast. I can't wait to further this journey along with you. And I hope that our listeners will as well. Oh, thanks, Carrie. I'm going to have you on my podcast. This was a beautiful conversation. Thank you so much. It felt really good. I can't wait. Thank you. Thank you for listening and investing your time with me because I believe we are all here to learn, grow, and evolve effortlessly into the future. If you enjoyed what was shared today, I encourage you to subscribe, rate, review, and share because together we can do so much more. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Carrie Faith on Purpose to find out more opportunities to uncover your deepest why.